Hello, you dirty, filthy, whore bags. Welcome back to another episode of Queen's Table. It's your girl, Queen S, and we're back with another episode of Table Talk. Okay, so for today's Table Talk episode is called Danger Ahead, quote-unquote, Red Flags. This topic actually was a topic that was DM'd to me a few weeks ago through my Instagram, and long story short, the person would basically wanted me to talk about red flags in a relationship. But as I was kind of marinating on the topic itself, I realized that it's kind of red flags overall in all types of relationships in general that you should take notice, okay? So with that being said, we're just going to jump right into the first point. So the first point of today's table talk, Danger Ahead, is that those red flags, they will never go away. They will instead grow and sometimes get too big to a point that you cannot ignore them. Okay, so... For me, personally, recently, I want to say since the whole Rona situation, the coronavirus, whatever you want to call it, quarantine, I've done a lot of soul searching. I've done a lot of one with myself, and I've been through a lot of little situations that I had to realize that could have eventually turned into bigger ones. And so through my own experiences, I had to walk away from several different relationships that I've had for many years, myself, including the relationship that I had with my mother. Uh, If you guys don't already know, me and my mother, our relationship is not the best relationship at all. I would even call it toxic. And what I had to realize is the only reason why our relationship was so toxic was because there was a lot of things that she did in our relationship that were... Well, how do I want to explain this? There were a lot of things that she has done to me, that only got worse over time. So I would always tell my mother over and over again, like, you know, watch your mouth. Like, watch the way that you speak over me because at the end of the day, you're my mother. You know, you are the head. I'm under you. You know, I have half of your blood in me. I have half of my dad's blood in me. And so certain words that you come out your mouth to say, I don't want those words spoken over me. And so over time, you would think that, okay, It would be like a mental note in the back of her head, like, hey, you know, I remember the last time I had a conversation with Sandra, Sandra told me X, Y, Z, let me not. No. Instead, it got worse. Instead, her mouth became a lot more reckless. And it kept going, 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 and it it grew to the point that I would actually catch myself, like, snapping back at her, or trying to clear my name, or trying to make sure that she feels me and understands that I'm not going to condone this type of behavior. But in the long run, I was actually stooping to her level and I was hindering my own growth because I knew if I was in a clearer mindset, if I was in a clearer thought process, if I was in a clearer space, those words wouldn't come out the way that they came out. With our relationship also, um, there was a lot of things that she expected out of me And there was a lot of things that I expected out of her and it was a one-way street. So it was as if I was given 110%, I was compromising as much as I need to, I was co-signing, I was doing everything that I need to do to fix our relationship through the best of my abilities. However, she wasn't doing her part. So as an example, um, with me and my mother, the way that we would go back and forth Um, there would always be a common denominator. The common denominator would be she would get reckless at her mouth. I would then get reckless at my mouth, but of course I wouldn't be disrespectful. 
and I would be talking over her. She would be talking over me and it would literally go nowhere. So the last conversation that we had, I asked her straight up. I said, okay, what is it that you don't like that I do so that I could fix it, so that I could correct it, so I could do my part, okay? So she told me that she didn't like the fact that I would raise my voice back at her, even though she knows that she that she's at fault for raising her voice too. She doesn't like the fact that she raised, that I raised my voice back at her. And she also doesn't like the fact that I interrupt her when she's talking. So I said, okay, no problem. So after we had this conversation, there was an argument, of course, that came up. And the argument that came up, I made sure I kept the two things that she requested of me in the back of my head, which was not to raise my voice back at her and not to interrupt her when she's talking. So through this quote unquote argument, I did not raise my voice at her and I did not interrupt her. I allowed her to finish her thought process. I allowed her to yell at me, scream at me, be disrespectful as fuck. I allowed her to do her. Okay. And I allowed her to do her three different times. The first time she did it, I let it slide. The second time she did it, I took a mental note. The third time she did it, I stopped it. I put an end to it. And I had to for the sake of my sanity. And one thing that I realized the most with my relationship with my mother and what it taught me is that all relationships, every single last relationship that you have, whether that is a friendship, whether that's with family, whether that's with a significant other, every relationship that you have, it has to be reciprocated. The love, the energy, the effort, the loyalty, everything has to be reciprocated to the best of your ability and to the best of the ability of the other person. The reason why it always has to be reciprocated is because eventually it's going to be a tit for tat. What I mean about eventually it's going to be a tit for tat, eventually I'm going to look at myself and say, okay, Sandra, you have done this, 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 you have done this. And then I'm going to look at the situation through the other person's eyes and we're going to use my mom as an example I'm going to look at her side and say you've asked me to do xyz and I've done xyz but what have you done to help me in this situation what have you done to clear my conscience as well what have you done to repay me the way that I've repaid you you know one it's one thing for you to acknowledge that there's an issue and it's another thing for you to acknowledge it and change it There's a lot of people that are aware of their shortcomings. They're aware of their faults. They're aware of their wrongdoings. They're aware of where they could grow in. They're aware that they fucked up, but they will never admit to it. Why? Because they don't want to believe in their faults. When it comes to red flags in all relationships, in order for it to grow, in order for that relationship to be sustainable, it has to be reciprocated. I have to be able to get and receive the same thing that you give on to me as I give on to you. If not, it's going to always be a constant battle of tit-tat. It's going to be always a constant battle of what you're not doing versus what I'm doing, what you could be doing versus what I am doing, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. When it comes to red flags and relationships, compromising can only take you so far. You can only bite your tongue so many times. You can only sit back and woo-saw so many times. You can only go back on the drawing board and try to figure out a next, uh, a better way to handle the situation. You can only do that so many times before you're over it, before the situation has already grown to become way too big that you can't even control it anymore. 
going back to me and my mom, me and my mother's relationship, I've compromised my sanity. I've compromised my space. I've compromised myself. I've compromised my dreams. At one point in time, I've done everything that I could possibly known to man to bring forth me, bring forth my energy, bring forth my loyalty, bring forth my commitment onto my mother to show her, hey, look, this is what I'm used to. But for the sake of you, for the sake of our relationship, I'm willing to change this about myself. I'm willing to correct this about myself around you. I'm willing to mold myself to suit you the best way that I can without losing myself. Whereas if we turn, if we turn the mirror onto her, there's no compromising. There's no effort being done. There's no growth in the situation. Reciprocation of some sort is needed to maintain all relationships. And the reason why is because ultimately it's going to be a tit for tat and compromising can only take you so far. If I'm given 110% every single time, every single time that there's a situation I am devoted, I am committed, I am willing to do whatever it takes, I'm willing to break my back time and time again to make sure that we figure it out, make sure that we fix it, but you're on the wayside just watching me blood, watching me, watching me go through these, watching me having my blood, sweat, and tears on the line, and you're not taking upon yourself to be like, hmm, I see that you're putting in 110%, let me at least meet you halfway. Even if I can't give you 50, let me at least try to give you 25 and tomorrow work towards that 50. If there is no room for growth on the other party side, if you don't see that growth, if you don't see that change, if you don't see that commitment being in place, then it's not a reciprocated relationship. And ultimately speaking, it's going to, it's going to be a danger zone. It's going to be a danger zone. That relationship is going to become toxic for you. Because it's not being reciprocated. Loyalty, love, and energy is needed in all relationships. The same amount of energy, the same amount of love, the same amount of loyalty is needed in all relationships. If for any given chance, moment, thought, or second, those three things you have to question when it comes to that person, then eventually a red flag is going to appear. Because you should never have to question if what you're giving is going to be reciprocated back to you. Regardless of what people want to say, regardless of what people want to believe, relationships are a business deal. It's a give and take thing. I give on to you, you give on to me. I help you, you help me. Because ultimately speaking, everybody don't know everything. And it's who you are around that helps you grow. Because conversations are important. However, if I'm the only one giving 110%, if I'm the only one producing content, if I'm the only one producing love, if I'm the only one producing energy, if I'm the only one producing loyalty, then what is it that you have to give on to me? You have nothing. Your placement here is for nothing because a pretty face can't keep nobody. So what is your purpose here? You have no purpose. There's no purpose. If all you have to offer is just your space, then there's no point of you being here because anyone can provide space, but can you provide love? Can you provide energy, good energy, and can you provide loyalty? Those three things are needed for any healthy relationship.
love, loyalty, and energy, positive energy, okay? Those three things has to be reciprocated onto you the same exact way that you are given onto them. If not, then it's going to become a tit for tat because compromising can only take you so far. When it comes to these danger zones, these danger ahead, these red flags, most of the time it's signs that you are going to a place, you are going into a situation where I cannot help you, where I cannot protect you, where you can't reach me because I didn't send you there. I can think of several different relationships that I've had in the past where, you know, we've gone our separate ways and that sort of thing. And looking back onto these relationships, there were a lot of red flags that were there. There was a lot of um, opportunities for me to walk away, but I didn't walk away because I loved the person oh so much. And I expected them to, you know, ride for me to the wheels fall off type of type of situation. But what I had to learn is too many times we hold on to our version of loyalty to determine theirs. And you have to take people for who they are and not the potential that you see in them. For a very, very long time, I gave my mother the benefit of the doubt for how toxic she is to my overall well-being because she's my mother. Because I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, she doesn't know any better. You know, the way that she grew up in Haiti is not the way that things are here. So, you know, there's still a lot of room for growth. There's uh, still a lot of ways that we could fix this. And all along, I was just making excuses. All along, I was just prolonging the situation, even though I already knew what the outcome would have been. That's the definition of insanity. That's the definition of insanity. When you're reading the same book over and over again, but you're expecting a different outcome. That's what happens when you deal with relationships that are not being reciprocated. Hint, hint, those red flags. Those red flags will always be there. They will always be there. No matter how small or how big, they will always be there until you nip it in the butt. And nine times out of ten times, the way that you nip it in the butt is by choosing to walk away. We don't choose to walk away because we're scared of the unknown. We're scared of losing this person that we've gotten so accustomed to. Um, We choose to not walk away because of the amount of years, the amount of dedication, the amount of time and effort and love that was given. But all of that doesn't matter if what you pour onto somebody, they can't pour onto you. What you give out, they can't give onto you. Ultimately speaking, All of that don't matter. It's one thing for you to not know, and it's another thing for you to know and do nothing. There's a lot of relationships that are not reciprocated, and there's a lot of relationships that the reason why they're not reciprocated is not because they can't be reciprocated. It's because the person chooses not to. It's because the person is so accustomed to the way that they are. They're so accustomed to feeling how they're feeling. They're so accustomed to moving how they're moving that you and your feelings are completely disregarded. You and your thoughts are completely disregarded. You and your pains and your sufferings are completely disregarded. But then who's left to deal with all of that? You, yourself, and yourself. So is it even worth it? I had a sit-down conversation with my sister the other day And I had to tell her that, you know, ultimately speaking, we are in control of ourselves. We are only responsible for ourselves. But with you being responsible for yourself, you're also responsible for the people that you keep around you. And the people that you keep around you, you should never have to question three things. 
The three things that you should never have to question about the people that you have around you is their love for you, is their loyalty towards you, and is the energy that they're producing around you. So let me repeat that. So it's the love that they give you, the loyalty that they give you, and the energy that they give you. Those are three things that you should never have to question. The reason why those three things are of importance is because love is the automatic universal language of purity it's the universal language of peace it's everything good everything jolly everything wonderful if the love that I give on to you is not the same love that you're giving on to me then that's a red flag so let me use my situation with my mother so she asked of me to change my behavior she asked of me to change the way that I speak to her she asked me to change the way that um, I listened to her while she expressed herself. That is her version of love to her. What did I do? I did my part and I altered it because I loved her. Because I loved her more than whatever feelings that I was feeling, that I was willing to make those sacrifices to meet her halfway. Whereas I ask of her to watch your mouth and watch the way that you speak onto me and watch what words you choose, she can't give that to me. So what I ask of her as my love, she couldn't give it. Whereas when she asked of me to give her what she needed, I was able to. That's one. Loyalty. I am loyal to my mother. I'm willing to go through the ends of the earth. I'm willing to compromise to the best of my ability. My version of loyalty was through thick and thin. So okay, no problem, mom. I know you're going to always be here. I know we're going to bump heads. I know we're not going to always be on the same page. But I know that I need you. I know that I need you around. So if this is what I need to do to get you to see what I need you to see when it comes to me, I'm willing to make those sacrifices. And that's what I did. But when it came to her providing me with loyalty, she couldn't. She didn't. She wouldn't. In several different ways. But, you know, we're not here to talk about that. There will be a YouTube episode on Queendom on my YouTube channel about our last conversation. And they'll go into further details. But you couldn't. Okay? And then when it came to energies, I was willing and have always been willing to give you good energy. To give you good vibes. There's this thing that I started with both my parents, you know. I ask them how their day was, and then I'll say, all it takes is one day for God to change your life. And I'll be like, one day, and then my dad would say, one day, and my mom would say, one day. So I made sure I gave off that energy onto you. I made sure regardless of if you're having a good day, if you're having a bad day, you know that you can count on me to provide you with some sort of good energy, some sort of substance. Was that reciprocated? No, it wasn't reciprocated. You know how I know it wasn't reciprocated? Because we would get into it and you would badmouth me for the whole day. Whole day, you're just spewing out this toxic energy over me to the point that I wouldn't even listen to them anymore. To the point that I would just completely forget that you even sent them or completely forget that that was even a problem or that was even a topic to the point that I brushed it under the rug. Three of the things that are essentially needed to help sustain any type of healthy relationship, she could not hold her end of the bargain. 
And so what I had to ask myself was, do I love you or do I love me more? Too many times we associate the relationships that we have with time. Oh, I've known you for this amount of time. Oh, have you been around for this amount of time? And what I had to learn is time means nothing compared to your face. Okay? Time means nothing compared to your face. Let me break it down. So just because I've known you for five years doesn't give you the right to disrespect me. Doesn't give you the right to talk to me any type of way. Doesn't give you the right to belittle me. Doesn't give you the right to make me feel less than. Doesn't give you the right to make me question myself, question my role, question question who I am in your life because I've known you for five years. Especially if somebody that I know for five days, especially for someone that I know for five months, would never feel that comfortable to disrespect me the way that you have and the way that you will. You see, when we associate time, we we no longer hold them accountable for their actions right now. We no longer hold them accountable for them not holding their end of the bargain when it comes to this relationship. Time means nothing. Time has nothing to do with what you see in front of you. So you have to ask yourself, what is worth more? That relationship or your face? What you allow is what will ultimately continue, no matter what. That is the golden rule. What you allow is what will continue. But what you allow that will continue will also grow. Those red flags will grow, and they will transform themselves, and they will mold themselves into several different ways. Real quick. Real quick, okay? They will mold themselves into several different ways, and they'll get more and more reckless. They'll get more and more out of place. They'll get more and more out of context. It, it, it'll get to a place where you can't even recognize these red flags until you're burned. One thing that I always would tell myself is, God's going to keep telling you that the stove is hot. He's going to keep telling you over and over again, hey, don't touch the stove, the stove's hot. Hey, don't touch the stove, the stove's hot. It, 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 don't touch the stove, the stove is hot. And it's only going to take, so much until you actually get burned. And sometimes we need to get burned to finally wake up and smell the coffee and see the person for who they are in front of us instead of holding on to this false notion of who they used to be or who they could be. It is not our responsibility to fix what is broken. It is not our responsibility to fix anyone. It is not our responsibility to fix them with our, with, 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 it's, it, it's just not our responsibility. It is not your responsibility to fix something that's broken. Your responsibility is to show up. Your responsibility is to do. Your responsibility is to take whatever information that is given to you and move better, move differently, move with purpose, move with drive, move better. You know, that is your responsibility. Your responsibility is not to fix anything. If I'm reciprocating what you are giving me and you're reciprocating what I'm giving you, it's not going to be a one-sided fix because we're both doing our part. So the fixing would never have to be established. The fixing won't ever have to be, hey, we have to fix this. Hey, we have to fix that because the compromising is there. The reciprocation is there. The understanding is there. The loyalty is there. The love is there. The positive energy is there. Everything will be there for you. But the only way that that will work is if your love your energy and your loyalty is being reciprocated in all of your relationships. 
every single last relationship that you have has to be reciprocated in all three of those areas, or it's never going to work. And the reason why I say it's never, never going to work is because those red flags, they're going to brew and they're going to grow and they're going to transform themselves in many different areas of your life in many different ways. And sometimes they're going to grow so freaking big that you can't even ignore them, even if you wanted to, even if you wanted to, it got to a place now where my mom don't speak to me and I'm okay. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. It's sad, but I'm okay with that. Why? Because I had to take it upon myself to remove that toxic energy from me. I had to take it upon myself to create boundaries for me. I had to take it upon myself to clear my name for me. I had to protect me first. Okay? You cannot help someone if you cannot help yourself first. You cannot fix someone unless you fix those problems within yourself first. And once again, your responsibility does not include fixing anybody that is broken. Okay, that's not your job. That's not your responsibility. That's in God's hands. And that's in their hands for themselves. Your responsibility is just to show up. Your responsibility is to do. Your responsibility is to reciprocate the same energy that is given onto you that you give onto them. If it's not reciprocated, then those red flags will always be red flags and they're going to only continuously grow and grow and grow and grow until it becomes toxic. And once it becomes toxic, there's no coming back from it. Why? Because it's going to always be a tit for tat. You're going to always go back on the drawing board trying to figure out another way. Why? Why am I in this? What am I doing? Why am I putting 110%? And something that's not given back to me. Why? 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 So before you ever allow yourself to get to that place, for, before you ever allow yourself to question yourself, question them. Question their level of love for you. Question their level of loyalty, loyalty towards you. Question their level of positive energy that is given on to you. If after you question those three things and you still see that you are producing more in this relationship than what is given on to you, then you ultimately have to make that decision for yourself. Are you going to stay in a relationship where you're always going to be giving more into this relationship than they are giving on to you? Or are you going to walk away because you know that this is not the type of love that you deserve for yourself? We have to learn how to love ourselves more than we love the people around us. We have to learn that we love ourselves more than our loved ones. We have to learn that we love ourselves more than our spouse. We have to learn that we love ourselves more than our family members, more than our friends, more than anybody else in the world, because you matter first. Always, always, you matter first. And until we get to a place where we respect ourselves enough to know what we deserve and what we don't deserve, then those red flags, they're going to only constantly keep on appearing and they're going to only constantly grow. So before closing this episode, I do want to play a little clip um, from this pastor. What is his name? Damn. Okay. So I can't remember his name right now, unfortunately, but this was a sermon that 
um, he had. And since this day of me listening to this, which was a few years ago, actually, um, I've made this kind of my go-to for everything. And this is how I kind of determine who belongs in my world, who does not belong in my world, who, who determines, I, this basically determines who I keep around me and who I don't keep around me because not everybody that is good for you is good for you. So take a listen. Sis, this is you and this is them. The reason why you're frustrated is you're trying to get all of you If I wasn't too afraid to mess up my carpet, you know, I'm, I'm a little old school, but, 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 but some of you all are pouring yourself into somebody who doesn't have capacity. And, and by the time you finish getting the ounce out of yourself and you got 19 ounces left, you're wondering why every time you come around, you see yourself on the ground because you tried to fit yourself into somebody who doesn't have the same capacity. See, what you want to do is you want to be equally yoked. You might not have as much as me, but you have as much capacity. Lord, help me. God, Lord. I'm not asking you to be equal, but just be big enough to hold what I got. Epi, that's it. I'm not asking you to be equal. I'm just asking you to be able to hold what I got. Hold what type of love I got to give you. Hold what type of loyalty I have to offer you. Hold what type of good vibes only I have to give to you. You ain't got to have it all. You just need to be on my level. And there's a lot of us that are settling for people that are beneath us, that are that are not worthy of the type of love, loyalty, and energy just because of time, just because of love, just because of whatever. Trust yourself enough to trust yourself. Love yourself enough to always choose you first. All right. And we are concluding today's episode of Table Talk Danger Ahead, a.k.a. Red Flags. If you guys have not already, check out our previous episodes below. I hope you guys stay safe. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week or weekend. And I'll see you dirty, filthy whore bags later. Hugs and kisses, y'all. Hugs and motherfucking kisses. Mwah!